hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on? Charlie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Excited to talk about this new season. There's a couple of random ones in there. There are some strange ones. There are some strange ones. Uh, Gray, how are you feeling about the season so far? Uh, yeah. There's some bangers in there, don't get me wrong, but the sheer amount of mid-anime this year is disturbing, a tiring. Fair amount, a fair amount of mid, do you think? There's a lot of mid, but there's so much. There is a lot. There is a lot. It's like 120 new shows this season. Something yeah, silly. ridiculous. So. It is silly. How many are isekais? 119. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can't even bring myself to watch an isekai this season. I, haven't, I usually have a token one, and this time I went, nah. Not doing it. No, nah, not not making a, a stand. Stuff. It's really going to make a difference, I think. Um, <laughs> finally, the anime world will listen to me. That's it, finally. <laughs> like she's not watching one? What? <laughs> Charlotte's not watching one? Oh, Get my God, off. we've made a terrible mistake. We've gone too far. No, of course, we are going to do one of our season roundups. And, of course, it is early-ish in the season. So at the time of recording this podcast, we know about three episodes of most sumps. Very few have had their fourth, but mostly three. So we're about a third of the way through the season. This brand new year and brand new season of anime winter 2023 so i guess gray what have you started watching with man revenger is a new thing that's came out is new yeah um can you explain to me it's not tokyo revengers no that's also out no okay. it is oldie world feudal revengers it is samurai cool yeah it's made by uh i'm gonna try and say this ajaya do animation works oh, that's a tough one um the only thing i knew i know that they made was that uh kimono Jihen? Jihen? Yeah, yeah. That was actually was underrated. Little, underrated show. I think he was like zombie boy Correct. doing the zombie boy things. Yeah. It's an anime original. And for some reason, it's only available in Australia and Crunchyroll dubbed. Oh, really? Which is the first time I've watched a dubbed anime. I watched it dubbed. Well, on Crunchyroll? Yeah. Or do you watch on High Dive? No, no, no. Crunchyroll. Right. There's something going wrong with my subscription. I'm going to have to get in touch with the higher ups. <laughs> I found that the Crunchyroll app sometimes will just give me the Spanish dub. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you have to go back to other seasons and you're like, what? Like, it's a it's a beautiful design. <laughs> to be fair, the Crunchyroll Spanish... Crunchyroll sponsor me. We, yeah, we love you so The Spanish much. version of Dragon Ball Z is fire. How yeah. is the dub though? It's bad. Yeah. Well, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's you know, you, you spend your life listening to subbed anime. Like yeah. You just get used to the cadence and... Totally. A certain you know vocal style, and then it's just American. Yeah, like yeah, it's not good. What's revenge about? Though? It's about revenge, Sam. It's funny that it's about revenge. So you follow the exploits of a samurai assassin, I guess you would say he was called uh, Raizo Kuruma, who's super loyal to his. I don't know what you would say. It's like a da daimyo. Daimyo. Is that the right one? Yep. And he's tasked with killing his fiance's father. Mm -hmm. um, who supposedly is involved in the opium trade. Yes, brought shame Dis upon them. Dis dishonorable, blah, 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 blah. Super loyal, doesn't really think much about it, just very honor and duty, blah, blah, blah. Kills him, mm -hmm. mercs him. In the first, like, 20 seconds. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but then he's betrayed, also in the first 20 seconds. It is. A lot happens very fast. Yeah. So it's about... The first episode is basically about him getting his revenge. Yes. And spoilers, he gets his revenge. So I was like, wow, this is the shortest anime series of all time. <laughs> yes, but it's the group it's the group of people who help him obtain yeah. said revenge. Yeah, so he seems it's the friends we made along the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the revenge. <laughs> so yeah, he he meets up with a band of I don't know, what do you call it? Air taskers? <laughs> um, and feudal air taskers. Yeah, feudal air taskers. <laughs> Five dollars and we'll kill the daimyo. Um, yeah, they, he sort of uses them. They have a plot to like, you know, kill the daimyo and stuff like that. So I, it, it's okay. Yeah. It, I, okay. A lot happens in that first episode. A lot. The animation's pretty good. It's pretty good actually. Yeah. The character design is pretty good yeah, as well. Like it. It's an anime original. Yeah, it is. So yeah. it can be fifty-fifty with those. There it's true. Yeah, um, it's actually written by Gen Urobuchi, who wrote Psycho Pass and Madoka Magica. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty legit. Also Fade Zero. Yeah, so he's like, that's why that's what got me to watch it. Yeah. Because um, I was like, ooh, I love his stuff, right? And it's original. He can do whatever he wants. It's no source material like Psycho Pass and Madoka mm. Magica. They're both completely it's fresh Madoka and new, right? original? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's what's really cool about it. And yeah, for me, it's like, 
it's sort of my my like guilty pleasure this season. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's kind of like Veroni Kenshin meets Akami Ga Kill meets Ninja Scroll. It's all of those things kind of at once. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the, the group of the revenge, the air taskers, uh, are all do different things. Like there's a chicken. Like, I don't think that's their official <laughs> name. <laughs> it is now. Oh, okay. the, the revenge of air taskers. One of them has like a kite, uh, which she flies. Oh, that was that was brutal. Kite, that was savage. Like, and she's like, what? she tricks this dude, and the, the, she, the kite is made of she, like the string is made of wire. She hangs one of the guards. <laughs> Somehow he gets tangled up in the kite string. Yeah, and, and then she lets the kite go. It's like go. that fish wire, metal fish wire. Yeah, and she lets wow. the kite go savage. and it, it kills the guy. Yeah, like, which I don't sure, think like, would it's work. One of the more savage. Um, yeah, it's not the kite I'm surely there was an easier way to go about. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. But, but, but she'd have cool, to. Though. She had to weave yeah. the kite string kite. through the room as well. Wow. <laughs> like so this guy had to <laughs> just walk into it. Like I want to go watch her setting that up. Yeah, Like also, she snuck into that place as well. And then release yeah. the kite. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> much prep work. It's God. and it's wrong with the a knife. Yeah. Just poison someone. Yeah. That's the way. To but do she it. also like knocked out a guard as well, bound him up as bait as well. Oh yeah, for the kite, for the kite trap. Yeah, it was a lot of work. <laughs> this for the Tom kite and trap. Jerry kite trap. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, very strange, but yeah, so all of them have different powers. Like, there's a doctor who's like a, a super bow and arrow user who's like you know super strong and can like fire but like a bow and arrow like. 5Ks, you know, it's all that dumb sort of Akami Ga Kill sort of thing. Like everyone, the main guy is like, he does, he has like a gold um, The like gold kite. killer? The gold, <laughs> gold kite. They all have he kills kites. someone with he gold kills leaf? With gold. He has gold leaf and he like that makes, was, makes that was meticulous extra. things with gold leaf and then he just goes like... He, he has like a sheet, he does this weird sort of dance and he's yeah. got like, you know that gold leaf stuff he used to paint food? Yeah. yeah. Like that. And he has one of them and he just sort of like brushes it across this guy's face. And he dies? And he chokes to death he on the gold leaf. Death on gold leaf? It's like... Fancy. It's, it's so yeah. extra. And then he like does this prayer. You know and what? This big... I like the show. You <laughs> <do>. <laughs> Honestly, I am in. This is so extra. I actually kind of love it. This is making so me want to go and watch it immediately. Yeah. This is exactly we what anime should be. Honestly. Just so ridiculous. It's so stupid. You want a kite death? You got yeah. it. You want a kite yeah. death? Gold leaf death? You got it all, baby. We got yeah. it. Genya Robuchi's a genius, man. Um, yeah. Now, look, I really quite like it. Like Again, it's my dumb kind of like, I always like a dumb anime show where I'm like, give me cool powers. Give me samurai. Give me people doing, you know, it's always, you're always after some horrible person too because it's like they, what happens is that the person who wants the revenge gives this group a gold coin and they're going to bite into it. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. What? I, don't, I don't fucking know why, but that's the what they do. The show is wild. I'm into it's it. It's wild. And then like they receive that and they're like, well, your revenge shall be undertaken. And then they go off and they're run by the church as well. That's a whole thing. Yeah. There's he a whole a, thing going on. He has is a side one? Etsy business where he paints flower pots. Paints flower pots because you can't be just revenging all no, day. No, I can't. No, just, so you, you, know, really you can't um, be planning elaborate kite traps <laughs> all day. <laughs> the side hustles here. The Etsy, exactly. the air taskers, yeah. everything. Yeah. That's exactly it. Is That is a side hustle <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah. Good on They should call this show Air Tasker. I think it's great. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Charlie, what are you watching? All right, so we're going to talk about uh, Trigun Stampede. Mm, controversial. Um, controversy, yeah, people. So for those of you who haven't had the pleasure of discovering Trigun like I did way back in the bloody day, uh, Trigun is a space western. Yep. We love a space western. Check out our video on YouTube, by the way. It's a good space western mm. video. Um, but it's about someone called Vash Stampede who has a bounty on his head. A big bounty. It's like $6 million, yep. I think, from memory. And you just kind of follow him. He's got it's similar to I don't know if anyone's seen Kenshin. There's mm. kind of like the idea of like someone having this reputation that precedes him, but actually he doesn't like combat. He doesn't like to fight anyone. He doesn't like yeah. it. But he's, yeah. he causes havoc wherever he goes. He's like a lovable goofball. Yeah, I describe that really terribly. But anyway, give it a watch. It's very fun. It's good. 90s animation. Very cool. Very stylish. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Great. Like it's it's cool characters and everything. Uh, so recently they just announced they were going to reboot it. It's kind of like a reimagining of the story. Um, so it is got elements of the original series and there's also a manga it's based off and it's got elements of that. Obviously it's the same story, but they've taken some liberties and they've changed it a bit and it's become a little bit controversial. The main controversy with anime fans always is that there's really obvious CG in this one. So it is very, it looks CG. Like it's not. It is CG. It's 100% CG. They're they're not trying to hide the fact. Usually in anime they hide that. I mean all anime is CG in it. Like all elements, yeah. Um, But this one they've kind of just gone, fuck it, we're doing it. We're doing it. And it's funny because that kind of animation has worked really well in Western stuff. Like people Mm. love Arcane. People love that kind of thing and that's all fine. But I think when people, when they decided to do it with a beloved anime like Trigun, which everyone wanted 
a remake of anyway. People were yelling for it. I think people were worried it was going to turn out like Berserk did. Yeah. And I'll say the studio that have animated a studio, Orange is their name, they're yeah. like probably the ones that anime fans have been the most pro because they did a show called Land of Lustrous, which everyone liked. It's like the yeah. only yeah. CG show that anime fans liked. Yes. Really good. All the crystal yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 that did look great. Though. And it was yeah. cool. Like, And I think people were like, yeah, fuck yeah. So when, But I just think it was a dangerous decision. Mm. Dangerous, sorry. So, so dangerous. dangerous. So dangerous. So dangerous, like kites. Kite dangerous. Kite gold leaf decision with this one. But I think um, I'll say I don't mind the animation. When I saw the trailer, I betrayed myself because I went, oh, no. I went, ooh, why do they look like that? Like, no. And I had a reaction and I went, no, no, I got to get with the times. Come on. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I watched it. Get down with all these I young went, kids and their 3D animation yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toy uh, Story came out in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched it and I was just like, okay. Animation actually looks pretty good. I think it looks good. There's sick. some oh, beautiful, beautiful shots, like when he shoots. Yeah, the oh, colors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Uh, like his his movement is very good as well. It's yeah, great. It's great. Really well animated. So the animation I don't have an issue with, which is a shock. I know. I was I like, I think there's oh, okay. a few facial things that are a bit lacking. Especially yeah. when they see them as young kids. That yeah. was like, that whole opening scene. It is creepy like, anyway. It's supposed to be creepy. Again. Like, but I think for the majority of it, it's pretty, it looks pretty good. It looks good. Yeah. It's a lot of, but they've made a lot of narrative decisions as well. So obviously, like we've said, it's based off a of manga. And then there's also what happened in the first series back in the 90s is that they caught up to the manga very quickly. So they diverged off, as they often did back then, and made their own ending, right? So again, a lot of people hoping for Trigun Brotherhood, as we always say, you know, where they came back and, you know, do an honorable. Fruits basket. You know, fruits basket. You know, look at, you know, do remake the show as it is written in the manga, right? Now, they're kind of doing that, but they're also making some weird... Again, I'm not a manga reader, but I'm obviously across all the forums because I'm always, you know, the controversy is fascinating mm. you know, to watch. You know, that fan theory it's, episode that we've done, you know, that, that expectation theory, the idea that when your expectation is not met, uh, you, it, has, it creates a, quite a reaction, you know, and I think you're right, is that a lot of people were like, yes, we're finally getting, like, the brotherhood treatment for Trigun, yeah, yeah. And, but we aren't getting that. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's garbage, you know what I mean? But, like... No, it's good, and it's, like, Vash looks cool, looks hot. Um, that's all I care about. Does, yeah. <laughs> I went, ooh, Vash, hello. Yeah, Vash Stampede, yeah. wow. Mm. <laughs> My <laughs> biggest issue is they have managed to get rid of one of the best characters from the original. Now, I'm not saying she won't show up later, she might. But it appears that she's been replaced by an old grizzly man. Yeah. And I went, okay, weird. Yeah. But sure. That is a big part of it. Because in the original, uh, it's two insurance agents basically go out. Because Vash Stampede, obviously, chaos wherever he goes, right? And they're after him from the insurance perspective because he just ruins everything. And that's kind of the humor. They follow him along. They've changed it now to one of those characters and an old grizzled sort of. And she's like, a journalist now? They're both journalists. So they're trying to chase the story of Vash Stampede. It's kind of similar, you know, but the like. The insurance broker thing was hilarious. Made way more sense. And it was really funny. It was actually they really were funny. like, yeah. oh my God. Like. He's breaking, you know, every town he goes into gets destroyed. Like, you know. Yeah. So that's a big, you know, there's not only a change in the animation, there are quite a few narrative changes too, which people are a lot of. Quite a few people are upset about. So it's it's very interesting. I think I've I've only watched three mm. you know, three episodes which have yeah. come out. Yep. And look, I I'm, I'm enjoying it. I don't love it. I must say, I'm not like, and I love the original, uh, but it did take me a while to get into the original too. In fairness, so I think like let's just give it time, give it space, see how it goes. But like, I don't know. It's fascinating to track these things because you're right. CG is like the dirtiest word in the anime community, particularly in the West. I'm not sure what Japan thinks about it. But it just feels like it just triggers so many people. The second they see that CG, the, the way it moves, they just get hysterical. You know, I like, think people don't expect Trigun to be as like bawdy comedy as it is. True. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. goofy. So people kind of go like expecting the levels of cool that Cowboy Bebop get. I mean, Cowboy yeah. Bebop is also goofy, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think um, it's, yeah, it's, it's very different. It's very, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, enjoying it. it. And I think people need to get over CGI. It's here to stay, like. It's it a, is. It's a workflow thing. It's gonna. It's much quicker. Than as long as it gets better. Pencil and paper and people breaking their wrists and arms <laughs> and working twenty four hours a day for no money. Like totally. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's just gonna, yeah, just gonna happen more and more. But I do think that on a completely selfish level, um, I the reason I gravitated towards anime is because I like that art style. Yeah. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the same with me. And like, I don't love the animation of Pixar. 
like I'd rather watch the old Disney films. Like, yeah. You know, like that's Cinderella just, and stuff. That's my, yes, my favourite Cinderella. Lion King, obviously. Cinderella. I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> Cinderella. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's favourite Disney film. The seminal film. Disney classic Cinderella. <laughs> Sam's favourite. What? Left of centre. Yeah, like, like, that kind of thing. The like, Lion King, I love... the Beauty and the Beast, you know. There were some CG elements in that, weren't there? Of course yeah, there are. There are. Like, that entire I mean, ballroom, ballroom scene is ballroom scene CG. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty lit. Yeah, yeah, 2D actually, at the yeah. front, you know, like. You know. But I mean, that's, yeah, I, I think I just like the anime style more than I like the CG style. Yes. But fucking, I'll, I'll, if it's a good show, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah Man of Lustrous is great. Yeah. This is obviously, um, it's a remake. We've had a few remakes in the past. Mm. Would you guys want anything else to be done, remade in this style or? This well, style? I always said Trigon. Yeah, well, mm. you got your wish. Got my wish, but You're I wanted. But I wanted. <laughs> I ruined it forever. <laughs> you called Studio Orange. I went. You know what you should do. I had a good idea for you. Uh, they're gonna love it. No, I think. Um, oh, that's a tough one because I, I mean, want Oran High School Host Club to be remade. What? Oh wow. <laughs> that was a left of center that response. That's one actually. of my favorite shows growing CG? up. CG? Yep. Yeah. CG. <laughs> the pure CG version. <laughs> a reimagining CG of Oran High School host. Yeah. Yeah. I would Oh, look at these locks. Wow, that could be weird. <laughs> so 3D right now. Wow. What about you, sir? Oh, man. I mean, I'm already getting a remake of Legend of the Galactic Heroes. That's happening as we Are speak. they another one? No, it's being done. It's already coming out. Die a New Piece, I think it's called. I've only watched a couple of episodes because, oh. like, again, it's a lot more CG as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but again, sometimes with these things, I'm like, don't don't need a remake. You mm. know what I mean? Like, Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, but I mean. We're, we're, you know, in old media, we were riding in nostalgia waves. Yeah. Anime probably doesn't do as much as other ones. No, not like the West, but, not Hollywood. Oh, we're going to get, like, a Naruto Oh, yeah. Actually, that I mean, I mean, what's interesting, I mean, Bleach. Bleach isn't a remake, but it's a re continuation. Continuation in modern times compared to you know the old school. Would I like to see Naruto done in that in that fashion? Absolutely. Fuck yeah, I would absolutely. It's I like Hunter Hunter. They did that. I, I did perfect, perfect. Yeah, Finished. absolutely. It was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I think there's massive scope for these sorts of uh, remakes and these redos, but of course, you're always going to run into criticism and controversy because people's expectations are high mm. and when they're not met they get upset and it's like it's fair enough it's, it's perfectly human response right but speaking of a this isn't a remake this is an, an adaptation and this is a an adaptation of a video game and it's called near automata or automata i'm not exactly sure which how to pronounce that i think it's automata 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 uh, maybe it's autonoma anyway near let's just go with near based on the action role-playing game Nier, uh, which was released in 2017, developed by Platinum Games and published by Square Enix, who, of course, did Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, Star Ocean, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Star Ocean? I love that series, man. Not cool. quite on the same level as these ones, the other ones, but I love that shit. Square Enix has done everything. I'm anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm... Yeah, JRPGs are the best. We have an episode about this. We like, a full episode. I've got to say, I'm playing Persona 4 at the moment, and everyone should play that fucking game. It is the best it's game dope. ever made, and it's very... Is that Golden? Yeah, mm. of course. Like, yeah. Actually, Lockie, the person who was on our JRPG episode, bought me that game on Steam. Thanks, bro. Also bought the PC from which I'm playing it. So uh, thank you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt right now for those who can see wow. it. Uh, represent. Wow. Uh, good thank you, him. Lockie. You're a good we egg. Bowing down um, to, to Big Easy over there. <laughs> <laughs> big GG Easy. Big GG Easy. But his hook's all over this place. <laughs> fingers all over this podcast. Uh, now, check out our JRPG episode if you want, but this isn't technically a JRPG. Sorry, this is just an action role-playing game. But this series is being done by A1 Studios, who, of course, sought out online, Magi, or Magi, Seven Deadly Sins, uh, unfortunately, uh, Your Lion April, Kaguya Summer, a very good uh, studio, and do some really, really great work. Oh, this is 86, which um, this kind of reminds me of, actually. And they're doing solo leveling. Mm. Solo leveling right. studio. So, like, this is interesting. And, which um, just started back up again. Oh, really? From the manhwa. Manhwa. Uh, but yeah, the release of this uh, anim anime uh, corresponds to the six-year anniversary of the game, which came out in 2017. So, set in the distant future of 5012, little while to go till we get there, but uh, the Earth has been decimated by the aerial invasion of aliens and their machine life-form creatures, which they created and sort of left behind. Now, the majority of human survivors have fled to the moon, and they've created android soldiers who they use to counterattack against the machine life-forms. There's also a small disparate resistance of humans left on Earth who are in constant danger of being wiped out. The newest android soldiers developed by the Moon Colony are called Yorha, and they are basically, for the first time, able to strike back 
hard against because they're like they're quite the androids are savage like the main character you've probably all seen you know the blindfold the white hair she just the, like decimates uh, these motherfuckers she's like, got a kite the not maid. a kite it's a big problem oh, mm. okay so no it's kites. got made uniforms oh, which we know that's, oh made uniforms that's okay. how you kind fight of. aliens yeah the rider I'll get into the rider a bit later is quite a, the guy's fascinating character but basically they're they are now turning the tide of battle they've been sent down to earth to investigate the disappearance of one of the other Yorhos and what they find is that maybe the machine life forms aren't all that they appear. So mm. essentially... Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, it's, 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 and what's interesting about this show is that it's very existential. The writer is called Yoko Taro, and Yoko Taro is a fascinating guy because he's quite famous for making very dark games. Like the, He started off in a different series called Drakengard, and then Nia has been a spin-off of that, and it's very, very dark and like, very existential themes about like what is it to be human, uh, he actually hates being interviewed and wears this like crazy mask whenever he's interviewed, like a big like you know Jack from what? um you know you know Jack from um last night uh, night before Christmas <laughs> the last night the last night the last night before Christmas yes do I know do Jack, I know? Jack Skellington, Skellington is <laughs> yeah so not exactly Jack Skellington but Jack Skellington's style like huge silver like grinning like creepy ass mask that's how he gets interviewed what? so he's like he hates being interviewed so he's, he's like the a, dead mouse of JRPG Cut. writing. Yeah, but JRPG <laughs> wow. writing. Yeah, he's like a crazy dude. And writes this really dark I want stuff. One. So it's, 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 Should we get check him? it out? It's really cool. We should get him. We Could you imagine the next episode? Just sit here. Just um, No, he's famous for backward writing, where he starts at the end and goes, works his way backwards. Like, And he's also, uh, photo thinking is another thing he does, where he like thinks of big moments, which like are peaks in the story, and then writes the like links to them. That's how he sort of breaks down his narratives and writes. I think that's how Sylvester Stallone writes. Wow. I I watched a video about this a few days ago. Really? Yeah, I have a guy and I go, oh, you got to go to the store. So I write, the guy goes to the store. Then he gets, picks up a gun. Then he picks up a gun. That's that's part of thinking, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's very interesting. So it's like, oh, actually also, by the way, not only does he wear a a giant hat, one time he did an interview wearing a hand sock puppet. Oh, so he's insane. No, he's, like, he's a crazy person. He's just insane. Uh, he's a totally whack, wacky sort of guy, right? And uh, so Nia is interesting because now one of the criticisms that is very highly regarded and people are loving it this season, but what do you think the controversies come from? The made outfits. No, the anime community doesn't give a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Normal people might have a problem with that. The anime community is all fuck. It's uh, uh, the best part. <laughs> That's why it's so popular, Charlie. Get with the fucking program. Is it, is it based on what happens in the game? or is Very it? Much, and they're also using the same soundtrack, which is famously uh-huh. awesome. No, it's the CG, of course. Oh, uh, So right. there were some CG issues in the first episode where they're in these like kind of like mechy pilot things and like the CG was just dog shit. And of mm. course that caused a whole bunch of people being like, oh, it's terrible. But... Outside of that, the animation looks fucking fantastic. A lot of really existential questions about what it means to be human. Like the machine life forms are obviously like made to kill humans, but then of course, without spoiling anything too much, it's only early days in the show anyway. I haven't played the games. They are of course starting to become more and more human-like and starting to feel things and whatnot. And so, like that's kind of you know that's obviously well-trodden ground in storytelling, but. I just think it's a really fascinating show. It looks fantastic. The main characters, 2B and 9S, are really cool. They've got an interesting relationship because every time they go out and fight, these little androids are very human-like, but if they die, they get their minds wiped mm. and then they start again. So it's like this endless battle of like battling for humanity, kind of this Sisyphean type thing where they just yeah, keep right. running in circles. So it's actually like quite a cool, interesting show. I, I, I'm really enjoying it. So near, and, and the game is highly revered, revered too. Like people love the game. So... Yeah, I think it's uh, really, really cool. Near Automata. Yeah. Or Automata. Never played the game. Yeah, no, I don't think it's What console? Uh, it was on PS3, I think, 2017. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think it was PS3. PS4. Maybe 4, 4, 4. four. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 4. We've got 5 now. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, PS4. Remember uh, all the madness stuff. <laughs> I was also on a, <laughs> it's also on PC. I think it was a cross-platform release. But it's um, it's really, really cool. So Near Automata, Automata. Automator, whatever. Go check it out. Go check out Nia. It's really, really cool. What else are you watching, Gray? I'm also going to talk about another CGI show. Mm-hmm. It is called Kinda of the Great Snow Sea. Okay. I'll read cool. you the synopsis because it's... Uh, this does it better than I would. A world blanketed in an endless and ever-growing ocean of snow. The people eke out a living huddled around the roots of enormous trees dotted around the surface of the world or on a high in the canopies of these trees which spread over the planet's atmosphere 
A chance meeting between uh, Kaina, a youth from the canopy, and Lilith, a young woman on from the surface, sets off a chain of events that will change the fate of the world. Okay. So the world is frozen, and there's these giant trees dot around the world, and they form like this crystal canopy around the world. You're introduced to the, the male protagonist. He's hunting on top of these things. There's like these holes open up, and giant bugs sort of feed on the opening. Yep. And then you see him go back to his little tree hut people where there's like old people and they have like parking signs and they're like you know learning the language of the world from like parking signs but oh well people they, they parked here and he's <laughs> like what does parking mean <laughs> i don't fucking know and then you sort of like flick back in between her and, and the girl on the surface don't know much about them they're sort of like living on boats it looks like so that the surface is not like snow it's more like a sea yeah she gets in a balloon and they meet in the sky Okay. That's the first episode. Cool. Any yeah. good? Yeah. It's an intro. It's, it's definitely not an isekai, <laughs> which is good. You sure it's not a snow isekai? There's been isekai uh, in the snow well, world? Well, to be fair, maybe. Uh. <laughs> maybe, because she does go to the canopy, which would definitely class as another world. Well, the isekai we never knew we needed and didn't know. They <laughs> yeah. snuck it in there. On but the main, the main, I think, thrust of the show is like the canopy is actually dying. Oh. Like this great sort of bubble around the world is dying off so okay. there's like he's sort of the, the youngest member of this dying tribe where there used to be many tribes that travel between the trees and trade and stuff but no one seems to know what has happened to the other tribes right um uh, and you don't really have a Gurren Lagan kind of yeah tribes. he's like you know looks down at the surface and wonders what's happening on down there and vice versa so yeah that's the first episode doesn't give you a whole lot of information Frozen world, canopy world, trees are dying off. Yeah, and it's, it's CGI'd at the max. So. Uh, who, who is it? Which studio? Uh, it is made by uh, Polygon Pictures. Okay. Who made a gin. Oh, Arjun. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Arjun. They also did all those Godzilla Netflix shows. Oh, um, those guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultraman. Okay. They, I think they're, they're a Japanese studio, but I think they do a lot of American stuff. Right. They do a lot of like heavy lifting for Disney, like Clone Wars and stuff like that. Oh, well, and that's anything really that's good, sort yeah. of heavier CGI stuff huh. at a TV level is what they seem to do. So Okay, that's cool. CGI is not bad. Yep. Like I think the you know, the ships look good, the canopy looks really nice. Giant flying insects are always an issue, I think. Oh, okay. CGI, especially in anime. Yep, yep, they love that. But um yeah, it's another CGI show. A lot of CGI this season, isn't there? It's the future, 2023, the year of CGI. It's not the future, apparently. it's the now. It's the now, the present. <laughs> it's happening, <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, it's yeah. not bad. I, I, I'm going to give it a few more episodes. Because, mm. it's again, it's I like a, an anime that gives you a new world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just an isekai Germanic yeah. world. Um, Medieval. Yeah, so I'd, I'd give it a couple of episodes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Charlie, what else are you watching? Um. All right, so because I'm really predictable, I was like, I'm not going to watch Tomachan as a girl um, because I was like, this looks like it's <laughs> going to be problematic. And then five seconds later, I was like, this is my favourite show. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like it's, um, it's all that problematic just for the record. But it's, uh, I would say it's this kind of season's answer to Kaguya. Okay. That's the vibe. Really? Is that funny? Yeah, it's funny. Really? It's very funny. But one thing I'll say is, so the whole premise is Tomo-chan is this like, tomboy basically and she is in love with her neighbor who's been her childhood best friend who is a cool guy and they do karate together um her dad owns like a dojo and she's very like yeah she's very strong and she beats up everyone and she's just a, a, a classic anime tomboy kind of mm, vibe yep. but she's got a crush on her neighbor who's her best friend and he just cannot see her like like it's like he's genuinely perplexed that she's a girl i like, right. can't see her in that way it's the whole thing is her trying to like be be more feminine but like by but she's like terrible at it and it's kind of like you know i, I guess i hope that the whole kind of show eventually the manga's su the manga's super popular like people right. are obsessed with it yeah yeah my worry is that it's, it, it's like a one joke premise where it's like right. she's not good at being a girl and i'm yeah. like you know that yeah. gender binary kind of stuff is not particularly interesting to me but this show has got really good cast of characters and i actually like it's not entirely like that it's kind of there's actually more heart to it and it's kind of like Kaguya Sama. It's not as funny, but it has definitely got that kind of screwball sort of. There's like a couple of unhinged side characters that are great value. Like Chica, sort of. There's a character who is very much like Chica uh, <laughs> and I'm into that's very funny. And yeah. like, I think that 
it's got a lot of heart and it's fine and it's well done. It's pop- I can see why it's super popular. And yes, I will be watching it. So there you go. That's, you in? I'm in. Um, I'd say if you like Kaguya, if you like that kind of stuff, then absolutely jump in there. Hori Mia. Um, yeah, yeah Hori Mia is more slice of life. This is more ridiculous. Okay, um, so it's full comedy. But it's not as I wouldn't say it's full comedy like Kaguya. It's like sort of a mix. It's, yeah. Okay. Hori Mia might be a better example actually. Now I'm thinking about it, but yeah, it's good. Uh, slice of life, high schoolers. But it's a seinen, so it's got that adult okay. kind of humor to it. So it's Kaguya. Um, yeah, totally. So I think like it, it, it's it's good. I, I I recommend it for sure. I also watched another like Josai one that was called The Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague. And the kind of sounds. Is this the one about the supermarket? No. no. It's called The Ice it. Guy and his, <laughs> and his Cool Female Colleague. Is it a light novel? It has to be a light novel with no, a title. No, no, like it's that. a man- manga. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's a Josai manga and it's actually, it's just adorable and it's set in an office. So it's adults. It's a romance between adults. That's rare. Wow, it's rare and not rare yeah, and very, very welcome to be honest. Like yeah. as I just, yeah. I, you know, as much as I joke about, like I, I really prefer watching things with adult characters and high schoolers. I don't, yeah. I don't really relate to Japanese high school students. Shockingly, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't, wow. wow. But um, I think that just this like is me. Well, I'm exactly <laughs> like that. No, but um, this, you know, they're office workers, and the whole premise is that he. It's a world where, like, people are descendants from spirits and it's fine. Like, so, like, there's some people are just, like, descendant of, like, fox spirit or something like that. So right. she has, like, a fox tail and fox ears or whatever. The main character is just a descendant of a human, but the other there's two protagonists. The guy, the cool guy, he's a um, descendant from, like, a snow witch, I want to say, an ice witch. So here's this thing where if his emotions get out of control, they will just start, like, snowstorming around him and it will just freeze things. And he, like, gets nervous and he's very sweet. But people think that he's ice cold because he literally does has Arctic episodes where, but he actually has like a heart of gold and he like really likes cats, but he can't pat them because he's worried that he gets like he's so happy when he sees them that he'll like <laughs> freeze it, so he can't pat. You love it, you love it. Okay, See, I mean, like you're you, in. You me then, cat. Man. He loves cats. Yeah, that's it. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Look, I think um, <laughs> it's cute and very nice and very slice of lifey, but with snowstorms. Snow, snow, and CGI seems to be the uh, yeah the theme ice of this stuff. Season, yeah. Yeah. But um, I yeah, I, I'll I'll keep watching. I wouldn't say it was thrilling, but I just think it's nice. Like the last time I there was like an office romance I watched is that movie that one called Watakai, which is about oh, like two yeah. two nerds, two fucking nerds <laughs> finding <laughs> love. And I went, you don't Pardon deserve me? it. No, I'm kidding. No, it was about people like I did relate to this one where yeah they. <laughs> They were like anime nerds who found love in the office together. So (laughs) they are just like me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is yeah, it's good. It's nice to see an adult relationship, and it seems to be like not super problematic at all. In fact, it's very nice. Anime, wow, beautifully paced. I haven't. I've watched two episodes, so it could. I could take a terrible turn next week, but. I think it's just nice to have adult characters and I think that seeing that slice of life in an adult setting is like an office is, yeah. is interesting. It's great. Well, it's I read a lot a... of like Mamwa, which is South Korean mm. webtoons and stuff like that and a lot of those are set in offices and things like this. So it's nice to kind of see it coming to anime and manga. Well, it's yeah. such a major part of adult Japanese life. You know, the, the salary man as they, they're referred to in, in Japan and just like that, you know, the crazy work culture. Mm. And so it does make sense to set something in an office. I think that's actually really interesting. I'm surprised there isn't more of it, to be honest, considering yeah. how how much, I mean, manga and, and anime are traditionally a very big uh, escape for these said salarymen and women uh, who end up working in... I guess that's what you don't want to read, though, at the end of the day. I was going to say. Yeah, maybe <laughs> answer my own question there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why most of those Better get those Excel spreadsheets it. in, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most of those guys, you know, like those things set in the office are like, then he gets hit by a truck and gets transported <laughs> to yeah. another world. <laughs> yeah. like, no, okay. All right, so while I'm on a video game tear and while I've been talking about, while I'm wearing this shirt, but we talked about JRPGs, let's talk about a JRPG adaptation which is going on this season. Ooh. The Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel Northern War. It's not a light novel with that title like that. I think I saw um, this, the cover for this, and I was like, that looks terrible. The Legend of Heroes are excellent games. Yeah. And um, I haven't played this one. I haven't played Trials of Cold Steel. I have played one of the um, Trials in the Sky. So Legend of Heroes is a series of JRPGs developed by Nihon Falcon, who we mentioned in the JRPG episode. Uh, they made Dragon Slayer, all the Legends of Heroes, and Trials series, as well as the YS series. So lots of big pedigree here. They're credited with laying the foundations of the modern action RPG and JRPG genres, especially with Dragon Slayer in the 80s. That was like a big deal. First starting as a 
part of said Dragon Slayer series, uh, the Legend of Heroes series has evolved into a decade-spanning interconnected series with over 14 entries. So Trials of Cold Steel is a trilogy of games like Trials in the Sky, the first of which I've played. And for Cold Steel, actually follows chronologically on from Trials in the Sky. Now the anime weirdly takes place in the year-long gap between Trials of Cold Steel 2 and Trials of Cold Steel 3. So I have no fucking clue what's going on in this adaptation. I'm like, what a strange choice. Um, is this the first show they've made off of this? I th- I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. But so they like, just jumped is, in. Well, so because there is a big time gap between the two games. I thought all those game, you know, the, the trials of Cold Steel nerds, like, ah, oh, yes, finally I get to fill in those gaps. And I'm just like, who are these people? <laughs> That's like making that Clone Wars animated TV show, but not making the other Star Wars movies. <laughs> and people just be like, what the fuck? Who's this green guy? <laughs> like nothing. What's a Skywalker? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> well, it's like when we... I'm, you the fuck's watched... an aluminum falcon? <laughs> Persona 5. Persona uh, standalone stories. In yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the first time that you were like, you were like, I'm going to watch Persona 5, the anime. And then you messaged me like, what just happened? <laughs> like, what the hell was that? That was yeah. a terrible adaptation. That though. was bad. Like, it was just yeah. so weird and rushed and just like assumed that you played the game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is like, this is interesting because it doesn't necessarily assume that you played the game per se. Like it does seem to hold your hand relatively through it. Again, it's not set in, it's not a remake of one of the game storylines. You know, it's set, it's set in between the two. It uh, depicts a conflict between the Erebonian Empire and the Northumbrian state. Now it follows Lavian Winslet, who was a girl born in Northumbria, which is a poor and rather sort of desolate, snowy country. We're on the snow again, people. Uh, and Shin, it's a winter season, right? It's a winter season. And the, Japan's delivering on that theme so thank you thank you Japan uh, (laughs) for running themes Uh, so she enlisted in the northern Jaegers who are the largest mercenary corps on the continent to protect her hometown and to forge her own reputation separate from her late grandfather Vlad who was one of said legendary heroes uh, of the north but has since been disgraced after betraying his own country well at least that's what we believe so after a training incident, Lavian is placed in a small platoon to infiltrate Erebonia and gather information on the Imperial hero who possesses a significant threat to the Northumbrian state if war is to break out, which it looks like it inevitably will. So it's kind of interesting. It's made by uh, Tatsunoko Productions, who have been around since the 60s. And some of their recent works, including Masaki Yuasa's Ping Pong, uh, they did Psycho Pass Season 2, the worst one, but anyway. And they also have done um, a lot of Transformers too. Wow. Right. Uh, another Transformers show. So the modern ones, like the more recent ones. So, um, yeah, interesting. Uh, I wanted this to be good because I like, I really like Trials in the Sky. Obviously, I love JRPGs. It's a great legendary JRPG series. But I'm watching this and I'm like, even without the assumed knowledge and being sort of semi-out of context, I don't know about the games and I don't know very little about the world. Uh, it's just not very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if the story's bad, uh, the act, like, the, just the narrative jumps are bad. As um, the CGI. There's very little CGI in fairness. Oh, uh, three for three. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But it's uh, it's just not, it's not good. I'm not going to recommend it to anyone. I'm dropping. It sounds it. dense as well. It's, there is, but again, it's like they kind of don't even get into the density. Oh, okay. It's just a bit like, whoa, it's a bit some goofy shit. And it's I was just whoa. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to suggest it. Uh, it's a shame because I really wanted a JRPG adaptation to be good. Unfortunately, I just don't think it is. Again, it's only been three episodes, so like. Maybe it gets better, but at this point, I'm too busy. I'm going to drop it. So, um, hey, look, if you're a Trials of Cold Steel fan, Legend of Heroes fan, check it out. Maybe you'll get a lot more out of it than I did because you actually know what the fuck is going on. But, like, for me, it's like not only do I not know what's going on, I don't care. And, like, that's just a problem with the, the actual production itself, you know? There's too many shows airing at the moment. Like, you know, you gotta you got to be harsh. Yeah. So I guess we'll do some, like, roundtable-ish stuff. I mean, obviously, you two aren't up to date with Vinland Saga, are you? Shame. Shame brought to this podcast. So basically, Vinland Saga is Too busy of course, watching Iceman. Yeah, Iceman. You guys are stuck in the tundra, whereas Sick. I'm stuck in Viking times. Look, Vinland Saga is obviously the biggest hit of this summer, of this season. Everyone's loving it. It's like on top of all the Reddit threads. Of Mal, everyone's just like, this is a, obviously a heavily revered manga, of course, and we're in a very interesting phase because the first whole first season of Vinland Saga, Viking show. Long story short, we've talked about it on the podcast before. We've actually got a video online on YouTube. You can check it out as well if you want to look. But basically, it's about the legendary hero Thors, who's like one of the great Viking warriors, just decides that it's not enough for him. So he just fucks off to Iceland and tries to live a very casual life. 
raises the family, whatever. He's then dragged back into the game, like, oh, he's son of a bitch, I mean, yeah. kind of thing. But he's forced, he's forced to do it. And basically he's yeah, forced into going back into the life where it's actually a trap and he's killed. This isn't a big spoiler, happens very early. And then his son, Thorfinn, who watches it happen, ends up going with his father's killer and traveling with him for the whole first season. Now, without spoiling what happened the first season, second season, he is now a slave living on a farm, doing farm work. And everyone calls it Farmland Saga, which is why all the manga readers. And like, what's quite interesting is that it is slow. And you're expecting big Viking battles and every, and like, just the show subverts your expectation all the time because it's quite meditative. Also, a savage look into European history. Because, like, you know, it's funny, like, as Australians, we're always like, you're from there. Uh, but, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, Europe, the height of culture in the world. It's like, you read that history? Savagery. Pure savagery, man. And the Vikings. And, like, oh, my God, it is brutal. And, like, yep. this show really, it's not gratuitous. There are no kite murders, unfortunately. One of the not big yet. flaws. Uh, but um, it's, it's, like, it's such a great Seinen, big Seinen trip, so uh, much aimed at older people. Similar to Tomo Shadows. Tomo Shadows, like the Guya Summer. Exactly um, like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just think, and this second season is like, for me, it is so beautiful. I think it's so extraordinary. It is such a, it's quite bleak, but it is a really intense look at its overall character study of Thorfinn, the main character. I just think it's absolutely wonderful. I could not suggest it more if I tried. It's a great gateway show because obviously it's a you know, Makoko Seke in respect to the fact that they're all drawn, they're all Europeans. Um, it's European history. Yeah, with, uh, I was Japanese say, influence, it's you know, like absolutely one for non-anime fans as well. Yeah. And it's 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 better than that dog shit show Vikings. Yeah, I said it. So yeah, it's um, Vinland Saga. Did you Saga watch is, that show? I hated it. I hated it. I did the I did the first two seasons and I was like, why do I hate myself so much? Why am I watching this? Whereas Vinland Saga, I absolutely love. I just think it's the big hitter. You all need to catch up. You're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, Gerald, season one was uh, yeah. amazing. It's just extraordinary. You've, you've watched a fair bit though, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm nearly done with season one. Yeah. I just wanted to catch up before watching season two. And like, it's it's it was a great show. It really blew my, blew my socks off. Yeah. You're I a fan, aren't you, Greg? Oh, 100%. I'm just not up to where you are. Yeah. Like, I watched the first episode. Of oh, season two? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, I just, yeah, I'm just... Are you behind? Two. Oh, you're acting as though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were like miles behind. Yeah, you're yeah, like, like, no, no, like no, no, you've no. bought you. shame. You're like, yeah. I just need to watch <laughs> catch up. You should still be on, on the table oh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're three behind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's it's a great series. Still as you're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fantastic. What kind of farm work? What kind? <laughs> uh, well, actually, also shows you that, like, the set brute, like, when you look back on, like, history, you're like, oh, shit, that's right. No machines. Literally, like, the slave and Thorfinn's task, like, the main it flips in the first episode, it flips to a different character as well, which is quite interesting, who ends up working on the same farm with Thorfinn. And basically, it's just like, I'll oh, clear these woods, two of you. And you're like, what, dude? Like, I have once when I worked on farms. Like, my partner's family have, like, a small property, five acres and whatever. I once took an axe to a tree. It is the most Did you chop it down? Break hell no, dude. It is so brutal, dude. Like chopping trees, man, even just chopping wood, man. That is it's gnarly. Like farm work versus gym work. Farm strong, gym strong, very different kettle of fish. Yeah, of course. Uh, That's why we invented the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, but the thing's great, but, yeah, these, but could there were no chainsaws fucking, back then. Could yeah. Thorfinn like bench, you know. Blah blah. Nah, yeah. but shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you cut a tree down. A whole village. Could he curl? Well, I don't think so. <laughs> Little bitch. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's fucking incredible. Uh, absolutely love it. Uh, what else? Is anyone watching? Anything else that's worth talking about? You're going through your mail right now, Igor. I'm just going through what's. Uh, I'm kind of intrigued by High Card. What's that? Basically, gangs vying for power over this magical deck of cards that each card has a different ability and gang war, but with magical cards and stuff. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Gang war. Yu-Gi-Oh! Gang wars? But I'm sure I'm like, it. I'm sure it's like the creator of like, like Ghost in the Shell or something like Reddit or something. I'm just trying to remember who oh, I'm made watching it. this? Oh my God. <laughs> what? what are we doing? Like, this, like this sounds like the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Like, I'm sure it's like someone. Oh, I can't remember. Like right. go look it up, high card, and then see what the guy created because it's something like, it's something like Ghost in the Shell or something like this. Jesus! Now he's got this wild card, card game gangster show. show. Amazing! Um, that's, that's what I've been looking for. I just can't remember who did it. But, yeah, um, well, I'm definitely looking that up. Uh, what was it called again? High card. High card. Um, okay, that's one. Then there's like, like you know, we're in sequels as well. So yeah, lots of sequels. Misfit of Demon Misfit Academy. Of Demon oh, Academy. Yeah. 
big Which male is... power fantasy. Uh, it's dumb. It's silly. It's dumb. Right? You watched it, right? Uh, I watched the majority of the thing. Yeah, but you are watching it for those moments where he just kills a man with his heartbeat. <laughs> like, and then everything else, you can just like just tune out, and then the next thing, he's like eating a castle. Yeah, like, throws <laughs> just, a castle. Like, literally throws a castle at someone, like, <laughs> and then goes back to high school. Like, yeah, you're like, all right, it's ridiculous. It's just big um, dumb. We've got Bungo Stray Dog season four. That's right. Hugely popular show that I did watch and I cannot remember a single thing about it. <laughs> like I watched two seasons of that show. Really? Because there's a lot of hot anime boys in it. Mm. That's like, that's part of the appeal. What's that guy's name? Um, Dazai? Dazai, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird. They're yeah. like detectives. Yeah, are they superpowers. But they're like based yeah. off literary characters. Yeah. So they're all kind of like. Anyway, it's a it's a whack show, but people fucking love yeah, it, and I actually need to. I reckon if I watch one more episode, I'd be like, "That's right." Yeah, that's I, I've, right. I've never gotten into it. Um, Tokyo Revengers is back for all of our sins. Um, that shows. Look, this, I'm, this whole podcast, our whole mission statement is positivity. It's all about getting people in and not judging opinions. But Tokyo Revengers fucking sucks. I'm sorry, it's a terrible show. It is so badly written. It makes no sense. The lead character is terrible. It's such fertile ground for drama. We got fucking gangs and you know gang warfare, like yakuza stuff. That's I just watched uh, Tokyo Vice on, um, which oh, is yeah. a really good show by the yeah. way. Really, really cool. Based on novels, the writer is himself in the show. It's quite well, not the actual writer himself, but he wrote himself as a character. Fascinating show. Tokyo Avengers is just terrible, and it's a time travel thing. And every time the lead character goes back in time, it's like, oh my god, everything's different. It's like, are you? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? It's like the fifth time you've gone back in time. Yes, things are different. Are you serious? It's just, I don't know. I hate it so much. It, it, and I'm still watching it because I like to hate watch things. And I guess I just looked at it and being like, how can this show get any worse? It was the second biggest selling manga of yeah. 2022. I'm going to read the manga. People love it. Uh, apparently it. the ending sucks. When, you know, oh. and, and a lot of fans really upset. Man, the most... beginning in the middle sucked too. Like, what were you doing? Anyway. Um, most manga endings suck anyway. Like, yeah, but it's, it's... It's, the whole show stinks. Man. Yeah. I know I should be more critical and I should try and actually analyze. I'm not going to waste my time or yours. Tokyo Revengers, give it a miss. It's trash. Uh, and I'm going to keep watching it just when I really want to, you know, hate myself and be like, oh, God, I hate this show. Go watch um, Highcard. Stop watching this. Actually, you're right. Highcard. It's like that with, with cards. Yeah. Magic cards. cards. Gangster magic cards. I'm just realizing I haven't watched the show that I wanted to watch, which is Buddy Daddies, which um, which What's is basically it's basically Spy Family but with two guys. Oh, I've seen. Oh, this. that's I've much seen less. Bad I've seen the I trailer thought. for this. Yeah, people love it. Okay, that's all I have to say. Um, but I literally, I was looking at Lisa and I was like, "Fuck!" I was meant to watch Buddy Daddies. And I, like, that's a terrible name. Yeah, I, when you said it, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> Why do you think I was like, I'm watching that? Don't know what it is. <laughs> but then I, like, so I've seen a lot of people posting about it and apparently it's nice and funny oh, cool. and good and good character designs. And I, yeah, um, Buddy Daddies. Buddy Don't Daddy's know anything about it, but really hooks you with the title. There's a ninja <laughs> Harry Potter show. What? Not a Harry Potter show, but... No, no, but is it like... That no, sounds great. It's like an academy that you go to learn to be a ninja rather than... Why are we watching that right now? <laughs> like, we really need to up our game. I feel like I got distracted by the big titles, like... There's so much Like Iceman. Like... <laughs> yeah, the, the seminal title, the Iceman of his cool friend. Of yeah. <laughs> Doesn't want to freeze a cat. Vinland Saga, cat freezing. Like, but in a Buddy nice daddies. way. Not in a bad way. Nice <laughs> way. Hey, daddy. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're so... We're, okay, we're there is a lot. We are such normies. We're missing all the cool shit. Um, I find it funny. I was looking at the Crunchyroll nominations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did my Ooh. votes. I did my votes. Yeah, because yeah, no I was like... summer it, for anime of the year. Controversial. I guess also because I, I, it took me a while to realise that obviously last season didn't count because I was like, where is all the good shows? Like, yeah, where's yeah, Bleach yeah. and yeah. where's Chainsaw Man and stuff? And I was like, oh, okay. But I got to say, like, some of the choices, I was like, man, we're normies. Like, some of this 100%. stuff... I was like, I gotta get deeper and down. No, I not really. I watch a lot of anime. I do. <laughs> I just like to talk about. I just my taste. You know, I like things that are good. What I hate about <laughs> but, yeah. what really annoys me about those Crunchyroll Anime Awards when you do the vote thing and it gives you like the little video. That should be like a recap of what's nominated. It shouldn't be just the options that are an inch below. Yeah, because like when it's like, oh, best musical album. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that one. Let's watch the video and remember. No, it's just like, oh, Kaguya-sama. And so I can me. read that. Um, Just give yeah. me a proper recap. Yeah. Helps me vote. Absolutely. Anyway. Anyway. anyway I, I also made a mistake with one of my votes <gasps> and you can't undo a vote. What was it? Oh, really? Well, I, I, because there's like, there was um, best girl, 
Um, and then there was like character that must be protected at all costs. Oh, yeah. Bodgy, obviously. And I, well, I, I kind of like, I voted for Anya for best girl. And then I was like, oh no, she should win the other category. But yeah. then, I, but then I saw Bodgy and I went, Bodgy must Bodgy be protected. Must, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But, That's um, fine. It wouldn't, I wouldn't take that back. I'm pretty upset about it actually. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was like, why did I vote Anya? She kind of got annoying by the end. I actually... Once I started focusing too much on Anya, I actually got really bored of Yeah, she's a great side character. She's a perfect side character, but like as a lead, I'm like, no, you're actually kind of annoying. It's going to be, I'm going to be pretty keen to talk about this when the awards are announced and then compare it to our own awards that we gave out. Yeah, we'll definitely do a video of that. All of our stuff is like all of our, we got, you know, Mob Psycho and stuff that aren't on the list. Oh, because it was, yeah, less. Yeah. Yeah. We did the actual physical year. But it is interesting. It'll be fascinating to see. It'll be fascinating. Um, Well, yeah, anyway, that is currently the winter... 2023 season, new season, new year of anime. And obviously, as you said, there's a lot going on, a lot of mid stuff and a couple of like, you know, top tiers at the top there. Um, but obviously Vinland Saga being the, the main one, a lot of returning shows, we've got Bungo Stray Dogs. We've obviously got uh, My Hero Academia is still going. Uh, Blue Lock, Misfit of the Dim King Academy. <laughs> Blue Lock still going, which I'm absolutely frothing on. Yeah, I'm uh, enjoying Blue Lock Heaps actually. So hey. Fucking good, dude. I love it. So it's like, I'm not even shamed about it. I'm just like, I Should we get some shirts? Shit. Oh, I love blue. Should we get lock. some kits or something? Yeah. Like, just sit here fully kitted out. <laughs> Honestly, so that's great. A lot of returns. Who's the best character in Blue Lock? Oh, Bachelor. Yeah. Which one's that? The sleepy one. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. I was, I, was, yeah. I, don't, I don't know their names. If <laughs> they're sleepy, they're sleepy. Chigari's pretty cool, too. The red, long redhead guy, the really fast one. He's pretty cool. Nagi's great. Again, badass white hair character, yeah. which they are, you know, they always are. If you have white hair in anime, you're basically certified badass. It's like, you know, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. the guy who runs the whole operation? Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Ego. Ego. Yeah, I like Ego. I like his soccer ball bolero thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest show ever. I Dude, love it. It's the dumbest, weirdest. Like, it's doing everything that anime should, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, Blue Lock. We, we can't be more effusive about Blue Lock if we tried. I'm going to watch Revenger. I'm excited. Revenger's great. It's fun. Oh, Even if you give me, Give me ridiculous. Like, this is why we're here. Yeah, yeah dude. Revenger's underrated. I actually think people are sleeping on it. I think it's really fun. I, I mean, I wonder how it would probably lose steam like a lot of anime originals do, but Kendra Ibuchi writing it. No, maybe not. Um, I so, can't yeah. wait to see the next weird ass kill. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's quite violent too. Like, Ninja Scrolly in that respect. Like, quite, quite yeah. gratuitous the violence. Uh, not overtly bad but it's like sometimes like oh gee that was pretty rough um my like, man was like killed by man. a kite yeah. Like, yeah, that was a really i was like oh i'll shit. never look at a kite the same way <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful childhood memory yeah. destroyed that mary poppins song yeah if i see a child running on a beach with a kite i might have some sort of vietnam flashback <laughs> <laughs> just... uh look thanks again um look great great year Welcome yeah. to the new year of anime, yeah. new season, uh, lots of you know. If you like any of those, tell us what you're watching. Hit us up in the comments on whatever platform you're watching on. You can, of course, find us always at www.gatewaytoanime.com, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Of course, we'd love to thank our patrons again. www.patreon.com forward slash gateway to anime if you want to help us out. Massive help to us. Obviously, we're a small operation and your help means so much to us. And thank you very much. So, honestly, guys, we'll catch you all for the next one. But... Enjoy. <laughs> Bye. Tell us what you're watching.